Today is Monday, May 9th, 2022, and the fascist left has been unleashed to attack Christians, to attack churches, to attack the homes of Supreme Court justices, and firebomb pro-life centers. In case you're wondering who the baddies are, if you're on the side of infanticide, you are the baddies. Luckily, Clarence Thomas says the court cannot be bullied into giving these feral activists what they want, thank God, and the Supreme Court majority has held, according to reports. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another blistering week inside of Joe Biden's America, where, as you just saw, Supreme Court justices who don't decide precisely what the left wants, allegedly, because we don't even know what the decision is, well, they get protested at their house. Many of them have children. We know for a fact that many of the justices on our Supreme Court have children themselves. Maybe that's why they're deciding in favor of children and not in favor of baby murder, but... We're getting ahead of ourselves on this show. If you wish to be part of the rebuilding of this country, and if you wish to be part of the remaking of this country, and if you wish to be part of the tearing down of the old, diseased, rotted edifices who have led to such incredible division and such sycophantic, disgusting, demonic activity from the left, then please subscribe to our show and subscribe to our channel and help support us by sharing this show. It's the number one thing that you can do to make sure that we are building a community here of righteous patriots, of people who are based and want to see a peaceful nation and a nation that has something in common. Unfortunately, the thing we don't have in common is a great deal of things now. And we'll start with the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court signaled last week that they would be doing something very, very naughty, according to the left. They would be removing their Supposed right, supposed right, because it's not actually of right, it's grounded in absolutely nothing to murder a child in the womb. Now, why are we so furious about this? Why is the left so upset about this issue? You have to go all the way back to its deciding, its deciding moment in the 70s when Roe v. Wade was put into the Constitution. Why would people want this right in the Constitution? Well, it allowed the left the ability to essentially make up rights. The left is very upset about Roe v. Wade being overturned because it's going to signal that they can no longer just make up rights through raw judicial power. Of course there is no right to an abortion in the Constitution. Of course a country that's founded on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is not a country of death. But the death cult rolls on and the ability to control your body, whether it be through slavery, whether it be through fascism or Nazism or Stalinism continues to march in the modern left. The modern left has killed more people in this last century through its statist tactics than in any of the centuries altogether combined. That's right. This was the bloodiest century because the left doesn't view human beings as intrinsically valuable or as children of God. The left views them as things of inconvenience. And if you're inconvenient, well then off to Siberia with you, off to the concentration camps or off with your head, so to speak. 
And that's exactly what they're doing that right now in the new Holocaust of unborn children in this country. 60 million have died because of Roe v. Wade, and now the signal is that that will be overturned and given back to the states, thus not making abortion illegal, but making abortion a state's rights issue and That's exactly where it should be because the deciding of Roe v. Wade, ask yourself this, has it made America more pro-life, more pro-death? Has it caused this issue to soothe? Has the national conversation about abortion uh, been calmed down and finally decided? Of course not. Of course not. And that's because this decision was wrongfully decided, but now the left must lose their mind over the failures of the people who decided Roe way back in the day. None of them are still alive. By the way, all of them were white men. (laughs) All of them were white men. You hear all this, you can't be straight white men, can't be telling women what to do with their bodies. Well, that's exactly what the Supreme Court did, but it was okay for straight white men to say that when they were deciding with the left. The reason the left is so upset is because it means an end to the judiciary being able to just fabricate rights out of nowhere and rule on behalf of leftists. Leftists know that they can't win on the abortion issue. Leftists know that they cannot walk into the polling booth and tell people, hey, you want to know what's going to motivate you? The killing of a child up into its ninth and 10th month alive. Yeah, 10th month, because that's what Ralph Northam said, the disgraced governor of Virginia, Mr. Blackface, talking about, by the way, very... (laughs) Very racist governor. Margaret Sanger would agree with him. Abortion is indeed racist. And Ralph Northam saying that you should be able to kill a child even after it's born. Do you remember that clip? We don't have it queued up. We should absolutely bring that clip back. Ralph Northam saying in a radio interview, hey, if the child's born, keep it comfortable until the mom decides whether it should live. It's a death cult, ladies and gentlemen, and they're behaving demonically. One of my favorite comedic shows ever. It's a British show called Mitchell and Webb. There's a perfect scene in there where two Stasi guards, two uh, SS guards, they're Nazis, and they're sitting there in their trenches. It's World War II, and they're talking back and forth, and they're having this inflection moment where they're asking, are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? We've got skulls on our caps, Hans. Are we the bad people in this fight? Maybe we should reconsider that we, the Nazis, the fascists, are the bad people. And so let me give you a quick test here if you're not familiar with that sketch. It's a classic. You should look it up on YouTube. If you're not familiar with that sketch, the test should be this. You are the baddies if you go to a Supreme Court justice's house and protest them and draw coat hangers on the ground and attack them, their family, and their children. You are the baddies. If you attack churchgoers inside of their churches, you are the baddies. If you are behaving like grotesque Satanists, essentially, like slapping plastic babies on the ground, you should have seen the mind break this weekend, and we have it all for you in this show. Let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen, because the left has gone complete feral sociopath. And, by the way, this was just something that was kept on the heating dish after Kavanaugh. This is the exact same things that I saw when Kavanaugh was confirmed. I was there as a reporter up on Capitol Hill. I watched the left storm the Supreme Court and bang on the doors and demand to be let in. I watched the left attack senators in elevators. I watched them sit and take over Senate buildings and stop procedures from happening. That would be called, in another era, an insurrection. If they were wearing little red caps, it'd be called 
called an insurrection. If they had American flags, it'd be called an insurrection. I watched hundreds, if not thousands of leftists be arrested, yet you never heard a thing about it. That's right. You never heard about leftists attacking senators in elevators because they were acting on behalf of the regime. They were acting on behalf of the machine. Now the machine has gone too far and even Joe Biden admits it. Everyone rejoiced this last week when Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion, and we thought that maybe he'd be taking that company out of the leftist cesspool and into the land of free speech, but he's not out of the woods yet. You see, Twitter is still platformed on Amazon web servers. Those are the racks and the servers that could pull Twitter offline if they don't like what Elon Musk is doing. You don't think they'll do it? They did the same thing to Parler. They offlined the entire platform and crashed it because they didn't like what was happening on it. This is how evil and how incestuous the left has become with their control of the internet. It's why we need a new American internet and it's why we are so thrilled to be partnering with RightForge.com. RightForge.com is the true American internet and founded on American free speech principles. That's why BennyJohnson.com is hosted by RightForge. RightForge is also bringing back President Trump to the internet by hosting Truth Social, a new online community for free thinkers and free speech. It's amazing to have a company that is investing in the real wire and infrastructure, the routers, the servers, the racks that make the internet possible. And if we don't go down to the very core, we'll never have free speech back. The core of American values is what drives RightForge, and we encourage you to go to RightForge.com. That's RightForge.com. And talk to them today about bringing your domain over so you are uncancelable by the left. RightForge.com. Activists in Virginia and Maryland on Saturday gathered around the homes of Supreme Court justices who were who had signed the draft opinion leaked earlier in the week that would overturn the 1973 case of Roe v. Wade. Activists had vowed to protest outside the homes of justices who were part of the majority opinion drafted by Justice Samuel Alito. The activists gathered in the evening outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home and chanted, we will not go back, and picketed with signs. Kavanaugh was a justice who... Often, violent protests occurred during his confirmation hearing in 2018. Again, we covered that. The report of legal analysis, Jonathan Turley, reported that the Kavanaugh neighbor that was organizing the protest outside of his home was actively a part of the protest of Kavanaugh's neighbor is actually turning on him. Goodness gracious, Brett, move the hell out of there. You can come down here to Tampa. Hang out with us. We're very happy down here. No one will protest you. We love beer. Remember, we love beer down here. Keg stands, beer pong, you will be welcomed. Devil's Triangle, boofing, all the things you like to do, Brett. Come on down to Tampa. The group called Ruth sent us, of course, uh, uh, talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who, by the way, would have hated this, and (laughs) who's Ruth Bader Ginsburg essentially leading to this decision by not retiring, right? So this is what the left is attacking Ruth Bader Ginsburg about. There's a lot of op-eds popping up about how Ruth Bader Ginsburg not retiring allowed Donald Trump to put in Amy Coney Barrett, who is a deciding vote in this decision. The decision is made up of Barrett, Roberts, Alito, Kavanaugh, and Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch as well. And these protesters are planning to go to all of their houses. Well, that's a problem, and as we said in the title of this show, it is something that should lead to their arrests. It is not legal to intimidate 
justices. It is not legal to intimidate judges to try and get your preferred response. If you had that system, you would call that anarchy. It's what happens in the third world where judges and justices are essentially pawns of the mob or pawns of the politicians in power. And you see this type of egregious and humiliating system all throughout failed nations where there is no justice, where justice is not blind nor bound to any rule of law. Justice is merely bound to power. That's why the left is losing their minds. Yes, they do indeed want infanticide. The left loves infanticide. They ensconce it inside of their temple of Mulak. It is a holy sacrament for them, but it's bigger than that. This signals the end of the era of raw judicial power to make up laws as they go. It signals how powerful Donald Trump's decisions were to appoint constitutionalists to the Supreme Court, and it signals that a conservative majority on the court clearly acts on behalf of the majority of Americans. According to the Code of Virginia, this is U.S. Code 1507, any person who shall engage in the picketing before or around the residence or dwelling of any individual or shall assemble with another person or persons in a manner that which disrupts, threatens uh, any individual's rights to tranquility in his home shall be guilty of a class three misdemeanor. These protesters should be arrested. It's the law, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot pick it around a juror or justice's house because you don't like the ruling. A man who was directly involved in the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh, the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett, and the nomination of Neil Gorsuch to the court, the three justices who are absolutely voting to overturn Roe v. Wade, and according to Fox News this morning, the majority has held throughout all of this rancor good a man named Mike Davis... This man was essentially the judicial mastermind behind the nominations of all of those justices. He joined me last week on Newsmax, essentially saying that these protesters need to be arrested based on federal law and precedent. Watch. What does it feel like to you? This is a personal question, but what does it feel like to you to have these people who you know and you know them personally, that you help them get confirmed through this absolute madness, if it's Kavanaugh, right? And now you're seeing the madness return to their doorsteps. Well, it's it's unacceptable. It's actually obstruction of justice under 18 U.S.C. 1507 of the U.S. Code to show up at a Supreme Court justice's home and protest and harass and intimidate them for the purposes of trying to change their vote on a pending case before the before their court, before the Supreme Court of the United States. So uh, the Attorney General Merrick Garland who used to be a federal judge himself, along with Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco, FBI Director Chris Ray, and the United States attorneys in D.C., Maryland, and the Eastern District of Virginia need to get off their uh, get off their butts and do their jobs here because they're they're not doing their jobs. It's dereliction of duty, and they're putting justices' lives in grave danger. They are not doing their jobs. They are putting the lives of the justices in danger. A report from the Post Millennial says that Justice Samuel Alito, who wrote the leaked draft opinion, Dobbs versus Jackson, which overturned Roe v. Wade, has been moved to an undisclosed location with his family due to concerns for his safety. So now Supreme Court justices are being chased down and attacked and threatened by leftist mobs, and you don't call that an insurrection? 
You won't hear a single thing about this in the corporate media today. This is why this channel exists, and it's why we encourage you to subscribe, to subscribe to our email list, and to stay in touch with us. You will not hear this in the corporate media. They will not show you what the fascist left is doing. And we call them the fascist left because all tenets of fascism over the last 100 years that has led to the bloodiest century in American history is now embodied and instilled inside of the modern leftist movement. Everything for power, all for power, will to power. It doesn't matter what rules they break. It doesn't matter who they threaten. It doesn't matter who they murder or kill. As long as they are receiving power from it, these people and this political ideology needs to be stopped. And it stops when we all say, you must stop because we are the majority in this country. Too often we have been fearful and now look what has happened because of our fear. Because we do not stand firm, now Justice Alito has to cower and run into a safe place in hiding like he was... Like he was a witness inside of a mob case. Justice Alito, have you seen this in your lifetime where a Supreme Court justice has to be hid from the public because of the violence threatened upon him and brought down upon his head? Well, it won't work. We have positive news to bring to you this morning. We're a positive show. We like staying on the bright side of life. We're optimistic. Whew, ladies and gentlemen, we our blood was boiling this weekend though watching these clips. Did you know that not since the pandemic have stocks slid as much as they slid just last month? Quarterly earnings are abysmal. The economy is shrinking and mortgage rates are going through the roof because the Fed knows that an overheated economy and hyperinflation is going to lead to disaster. And it's already here, ladies and gentlemen. Stagflation and the worst economic climate in many decades is upon us. What are you doing to protect your wealth? In the Johnson family, we're using our friends at Birch Gold. We are buying precious metals and diversifying into something of real value. My wife and I, invested for the first time last month and Birch made it so easy. For the first time, we have our future protected by precious metals. We diversified into a tax-sheltered retirement account with gold and it couldn't have been easier. Please text Benny to 989898 to secure the gains you've made while you still can. Every roller coaster comes to an end. Every night at the bar comes with a hangover, and we are here. Do not get a headache over losing your fiat currency because of the dumb decisions made in Washington. Invest in something of real value. Gold, ladies and gentlemen, through Birch Gold, the only people I trust with my future. Text Benny to 9898 and start protecting your future today with gold. The courts can't be bullied into delivering outcomes that people demand. Clarence Thomas, this according to Zero Hedge. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who also voted to overturn Roe v. Wade, on Friday defended judicial independence, saying that the government institutions must not allow themselves to be strong-armed into delivering outcomes that the people demand, according to news outlets. Thomas made the remarks on May 6th judicial conference in Atlanta, where he was asked by a moderator to discuss the biggest threats to judicial independence. In the response, Thomas declared that what he described as an erosion of respect for the high court and made an apparent reference to the protests that erupted this week after a draft opinion was leaked. He said that 
As a society, we are becoming addicted to wanting particular outcomes and not living with the outcomes we don't like. Yes. We can't be an institution that can be bullied into giving you the outcomes you want. The events from earlier this week are a symptom of that. Correct. A flurry of protests and counter-protests broke out the Supreme Court. Politico obtained a published draft opinion that would uphold the Mississippi law and would strike down Roe v. Wade. Make it happen. Strike it down. John Roberts, at this point, is complicit, by the way, in these crimes. John Roberts is complicit. The Supreme Court Justice John Roberts, appointed by George W. Bush, the worst Supreme Court appointment in my lifetime, without question. He is the chief justice, and he is watching the left, the feral activists of the left being unleashed upon his colleagues. John Roberts, of course, doesn't have the spine or the balls to sign on to this decision, even though he is a Catholic. He is complicit in the murder of the unborn, and he is also complicit in the threatenings of his colleagues, and God help them. Sincerely, we prayed this weekend during our Bible study, but we pray now that everyone is kept safe. These people are maniacs. You've been able to see exactly what they are capable of. They are unhinged lunatics. And you've been watching the unhinged nature of what they are willing to do, including, but not limited to, storming a Catholic church in a grotesque display, ladies and gentlemen. This weekend, you are able to see just the tip of the iceberg of exactly what the left is willing to do in order to protect child sacrifice. Watch this. side are you on? Are you on the side of the people who slam small plastic infant babies against the ground and then chant thank God for abortion? Which side are you on? Are you the baddies? Are you the ones protesting in front of churches by doing grotesque actions with your body and by dehumanizing human life? Because that's what this is all about. When you watch that deranged Satanist there slamming small Feet, she like has like a like a ball of plastic fetuses, and she's smashing them against the ground. That act itself is actually far less grotesque, as hard as that is to watch, than the actual act itself of abortion, which is the sucking of a fetus's brain, a child's brain, out into the sink, the the plunging of a knife into a living creature. It is truly, truly demonic. I mean, there is just no other way around it. A few years back, we were watching uh, an incredible video. What, what's the name of the video? It was a pro-life video that was released uh, about the whistleblower, Abby Johnson. And it was, whew, I had to walk out. It was so hard because they depicted exactly what happens during these 
uh, during these, uh, 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 hu- I mean, it's human sacrifice, really. That's exactly what an abortion is. It's a human sacrifice. It's the killing of a living thing. And the depiction in this video uh, was so chilling. I had to leave the theater. I had to leave. I was sitting right next to Ben Carson. We were watching it at the Trump Hotel in one of their premieres. And I had to leave because it was I came back to the movie, but the the depictions of this are so grotesque. And that action there actually replicates precisely what does happen to a child. This pro-abortion fanatic is there. This secularist, humanist, sicko is slamming, is like writhing on the ground and slamming little plastic baby fetuses against the ground while her crowd of goblins chant, thank God for abortion. Sick, sick. You want to know who are the baddies. These people are the baddies. Of course, they're doing it in front of a cathedral in New York. Pro-abortion advocates in New York, this according to the Post Millennial, on disgraceful display in front of a Catholic church this past weekend, disrupting prayers and exhibiting crude behavior in a place of worship. The protest, which took place at the corner of Prince and Motto Streets in Soho, featured dozens of protesters who cheered and jeered and a line of people praying in front of the church. One attendee in particular dressed in what appeared to be a one-piece bathing suit and walked up to the men praying, screaming in their faces, waving around a plastic baby doll and pink cloth tied around its neck. I'm killing the I'm killing the mother and the baby, she yelled, strangling the doll. Which side are you on? Which group of people do you wish to be a part of, ladies and gentlemen? This woman also chanted, If God murders, why can't I? Why the F is the priest terrorizing my mother effing uterus? Again, ladies and gentlemen, which side do you wish to be on? Are you the so- on the side of these people? I mean, if you have a choice, and if you're looking at these protests in front of the houses of Supreme Court justices and in front of churches and even inside churches, yes, we have this clip of protesters ramming through the door and disrupting Catholic mass, if you are on the side of these people demanding and interrupting peaceful people peacefully praying to their God in church to demand child sacrifice, then let me suggest that you are indeed the baddies. Watch. Respect us. Respect us. This was a Catholic church in Los Angeles known as the late uh, 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 Mother Mary of the Angels is the name of the church. This church was packed. They were having peaceful mass. You could see there in the video, people were praying. And here comes a bunch of lunatics in handmaiden's tail costumes protesting in the middle of a sacred day inside of a sacred service. Whew. The 
And they, they were peacefully escorted out. Now, while the parishioners were very upset and you could hear some of them yelling, they were peacefully escorted out. Why don't you try that in a Muslim country? Why don't you try walking into a mosque with those kind of displays? Let me explain to you exactly how good the Christian nature is, ladies and gentlemen. There's no other word for it. How disciplined the Christian nature is. Why don't you attempt that at a mosque and see what happens? People shouldn't take lightly to their holy sites and to their holy places being invaded by these secularists, these humanists, and by the people who wish to desecrate those places and desecrate our values and desecrate human life. And it is indeed the indifference to human life that has led to this entire situation at hand because the left doesn't care about your life or mine. If we are inconvenient or if we are standing in the way of their power, they will happily take it. You have seen this, of course, inside of the BLM riots that cost billions of dollars and also that cost the lives of, I I think, hundreds of Americans, at least dozens of Americans, many of them black You've watched it throughout the course of history over the last hundred years, whether it be Stalinism or Nazism, both are forms and political functionaries of the left. You've watched it inside of central planning and government planning, and yes, you're seeing it on the streets of America. Antifa members went and hunted down MAGA supporters in the streets of Portland and murdered them. Of course, nobody tells this tale, but it is indeed true. Then Vice went and did an interview with the murderer, in case you're wondering how corrupted and how disgusting this entire movement is. They are pushing the limits, and they are already showing that they are willing to go back to the tactics of the summer of 2020 again this weekend in Wisconsin. It's always in Wisconsin. In Madison, a pro-life headquarters, a essentially a, 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 a headquarters that pushed for life and is a pro-life, essentially essentially a pregnancy center wishing to help mothers who want to have their children and provide support for them. It was hit by a Molotov cocktail and vandalism and graffiti. This according to local Madison News. Vandals set fire inside of a Madison headquarters of, they call it an anti-abortion group. This is the framing that I do not appreciate. Pro-life group in Wisconsin. It's called the Wisconsin Family Action Early on Sunday. Police had uh, police and officials with the group said on Sunday, investigators are calling the fire at the building on Madison's north side near Dane County Regional Airport arson. Uh, Joanne Appling, president and uh, president of the lobbying and advocacy organization, said that she and the events coordinator Dwayne Hespel were getting ready for a Mother's Day brunch in Watertown when the building staff member informed them of the break-in and the person on the way to the airport before the dawn saw the smoke rising from the building called the police. Police said flames were seen coming from the building shortly after 6 a.m. Nobody was hurt. Arriving at the office, uh, uh, the officer saw two staff persons on the ground uh, and shattered glass and broken window. So yes, you can see here on your screen, The office had been melted down. You can see the flames that had burned down through the glass. You can see the fire damage. Who knew if somebody was inside the office? They didn't care. They threw a Molotov cocktail anyway, and they wrote graffiti on the side of the building. What did it say? If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't safe either. The modern day left, ladies and gentlemen. 
It is appalling what these people are willing to do for power. Ladies and gentlemen, let us state this clearly. This has somewhat to do with abortion. This has everything to do with the left losing. When this infantilized, broken people lose something in their lives, when they lose a little bit of power, they go nuts. Madonna called for the bombing of the White House the day after Donald Trump was inaugurated. These people cannot continue in this mindset that all of eternity will bend towards their direction and that they will get every result they've ever wanted. Otherwise, they are allowed to burn and plunder and plunge this country into literal civil war, which is precisely where they want to head because they wish to use violence in order to attain their results. It is the biggest lie, perhaps, ever told to the American people that the left is the peace party and that they are not the party of incessant and demonic violence. And you are going to see over the next couple months exactly how violent they can get. I am scared for this country. Keep your head on a swivel. We are going to watch the left unleash once again their stormtroopers into the streets to harm and destroy and attack. Be careful out there. This Molotov cocktail could have absolutely struck a child. It could have struck someone who was working in the building, maybe a janitor, maybe one of the officers inside of this pro-life headquarters in Wisconsin. It could have killed someone. Thank God it didn't. What about next time? We've seen it happen. The torching of businesses, the burning of people alive. We've seen the killing, the mass murder in the summer of love, 2020 BLM riots. The left will do anything for power. At that point, it was in order to prevent Trump from winning re-election, to hurt Trump's chances, and the media went along with it. They are complicit in this. That is again, ladies and gentlemen, why we must push back. CNN is showing that, yes, the pushback is happening, and that indeed, we are going to be looking at a country where the majority of people wish to have a country of life and to allow this decision to be rent from this wrongly decided Supreme Court majority 40 years ago, 50 years ago, 1973, and to be given back to the states so that Americans can decide whether they want to live inside of states with a culture of life or a culture of death, much like the Civil War, when you could choose to live in a slave state or you could live choose to live inside of a free state. We choose freedom. We choose human dignity. CNN Their jaws were on the floor showing that indeed the majority of Americans want human dignity to be given back to the states and want this issue to be decided by the states. Listen. But look at this. I think this is one of the most interesting findings in the whole poll. Among those folks who say they're happy, 38% of them are extremely enthusiastic about voting in the midterms. Extremely enthusiastic. The larger group, the angry folks, only 20% of them are extremely enthusiastic about voting in the election. So Democrats are going to lean into this, but it's clear here uh, that it is not just a clear advantage for Democrats on this issue right now in terms of enthusiasm for November. Yes, this is not an issue that's going to animate the Democrat Party ahead of the midterms. It's going to animate a freakish, Antifa, militant, fascistic left, and that is going to push people further into the right. You watched on this show 
that they are attacking Latin mass. They are attacking Hispanic churches in Los Angeles, walking through Catholic mass, and they wonder why Hispanics are flooding to the Republican Party. They wonder why they are losing ground with minorities. Come after our religion and see what happens. F around and find out. Mess with the bull, you get the horns. In this country, 80% of Americans believe in a deity, a higher power. They believe in God. And they do not want these child-murdering, infanticide freaks wandering through our churches and disrupting our holy services. What CNN found there in their polling is that while a lot of people would be angry and a lot of people would be happy, kind of split 50-50 about who would be happy and who would be angry over Roe v. Wade being overturned, the majority of people that are incentivized to vote in the midterms are very happy about it and will vote their conscience, will vote for life. And so those people are animated. You may be upset about Roe v. Wade being overturned, but you're not going to be motivated to come out and vote that issue. The reason why is that the vast majority of people don't need Roe v. Wade. The vast majority of people are not intending or planning to have an abortion. They don't think that it is something that they need in life. It won't affect them. Grocery bills, the cost of automobiles and homes and the deflation of the dollar and the open border and the potential nuclear war with Russia, those those things affect them far much more. The eggs that they buy inside of their grocery cart, those are the eggs that they are concerned with. This is an issue that is a losing issue, actually, for Democrats, because as people see the freaks on the left and what they're willing to do to tear down this nation, to harm and to hurt those who they disagree with, it will repulse them. It will repel voters. We will be disgusted by it. And there is still a very bloody wound from the summer of 2020. And now the issue is not going to be George Floyd. It's going to be the murder of the unborn, a far different issue. And so, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are optimistic that this is once again going to be an issue that the left is going to lose upon. They are going to go too far, as they always do. They're going to show their true colors, as they always will. And they're going to protest at Supreme Court Justice's house, burn down pro-life centers. They're going to behave in grotesque and satanic ways in front of churches and attack parishioners, storm inside of churches, and wonder why Latinos are fleeing the Democrat Party. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a net positive. Let these people burn out. Let them show America their true colors. We know on this show that on the side of life, on the side of right, on the side of living and standing up for justice and the dignity of humanity, we are always on the right side of history. The wrong side of history has always been dehumanization. And that is precisely what the left is engaged in now. As we have said three times on this show, the left loves dehumanization as long as it leads to their political power. It doesn't matter if those are people who are free speech advocates, If those are people who are the political untouchables, it doesn't matter what group they're going after or the unborn. Those are the politically inconvenient. They wish to do away with the politically inconvenient, send them off to camps, murder them in the womb. That has always been the left's objective. Enslavement and dehumanization. That is the modern day left. That is the losing side of history. The arc of history bends towards those who wish to give people dignity. 
give human beings born or unborn the dignity they deserve. And that is what we will be advocating for on this channel and what we advocate for on this show. That is because we have our priorities right on this show. God, family, country. You can't have a family with unlimited abortion, ladies and gentlemen. You can't have a structure that can supersede the government without a God. These people's God is the government. That's why they live such sad, miserable, feral lives. That's why they go home to their cats and their microwave dinners and nobody loves them. These are not the kind of people you want to hang out with. They're not the kind of people you want to be. You want to be with us. And that's why we're so thankful for you watching this show. We're so proud of this community that we're building. And we know that we were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. God bless you. Have a spectacular rest of your Monday. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, who the baddies are. We are not the baddies. The people who are protesting churches, who are storming the houses of Supreme Court justices, the people who are firebombing the pro-life centers, and threatening and freaking out and losing their mind over not being able to perform child sacrifices anymore. They're the baddies. Be on the right side of history with us on The Benny Show. My name is Benny Johnson. Thanks for watching.